Welcome to Sister Scriptorians, where we are devoted to learning, likening, and lifting others one principle at a time. Episode 120, Gathered and United. So as we start this episode today, I want you to place yourself in the land of Zarahemla. And you can be any of the groups that reside there right now around 120 BC. There are four of them. Are you a Mulekite, the original inhabitants of the city of Zarahemla, who had also been led out of the land of Jerusalem and crossed the waters and they were brought to the promised land? You may have been an actual descendant of Mulek, the son of King Zedekiah in Jerusalem, a son who was able to escape death from the hand of the king of Babylon. And you've lived through many wars. You're numerous. You have had your language, though, altered because you didn't possess a record. And you had once been a lost people, even forgetting God, but you weren't lost to the Lord. You too had been guided and brought to the promised land, and soon he led another group of his children to you, and it changed your course forever. You made room for Mosiah and his people, who had been led out of the land of Nephi because of its wickedness, and they brought with them the treasured brass plates that would remind you of who you are. I wish we knew more about you, but it must have required great humility on your part to accept a foreign people, refugees into your midst, making their leader, Mosiah, your king, and then uniting together. But you know, that's how you are. Or are you a Nephite? Your ancestors made the decision to leave their beloved land of Nephi, the land of their inheritance, because they loved God more and they were willing to begin somewhere else so that they could worship him righteously. You now have lived in Zarahemla for three to four generations, carrying on with your life, having no more disposition to do evil, but to do good continually. Therefore, your days are are striving to bring those desires and your daily actions into alignment with one another. While you're believing in Jesus Christ and you're placing your hope in his coming and in your and your loved one's resurrection one day. King Benjamin, he not only established peace in your land, but he established peace in your heart, and now you're striving to keep it. Or how about the people of Lemhi? Are you one of them? Your fathers had followed Zenith out of the land of Zarahemla three generations before because they wanted to take back their land of inheritance. And things started out well enough. But one wicked king had the capacity to change the course of the people and soon iniquity abound. Maybe you even rejected the words of Abinadi at first. And you were aware of his death at the hands of King Noah and his wicked priests. Maybe you were one of the wives or daughters of one of those wicked priests of Noah who abandoned you and left you to suffer the consequences of their behaviors while they ran off for their lives into the wilderness, but they would sneak back 
and they would take things from the people. And you had to live through that shame. Many of the people of Limhi experienced much sorrow for their transgressions and perhaps are still grieving for the loss of a son or a husband or a brother in one of the many battles with the Lamanites. You lived in bondage under your enemies. Yet, as you humbled yourself and participated in caring for one another, you grew united as a people. And fortunately, the death of one wicked leader gave you an opportunity for a good leader to rise up. Have you processed what a tender mercy that was for you? Limhi knew the iniquity of his father and of the people, and slowly your course was changed for the good until one night you miraculously were able to sneak out of the city and pass by the drunken guards with your families and your flocks. And after several days, while being guided by Ammon, a descendant of Zarahemla, you made it back, and you were accepted by King Mosiah II and his people. Or perhaps you are the people of Alma. You too were of the people of Zenith, and you lived under the reign of King Noah. But your heart was softened by the words of Alma, the one priest who believed and acted upon the words of Abinadi the prophet. You followed Alma into the waters of Mormon, and you were baptized by him. Committing to obey Jesus Christ and to serve him. You united your hearts with other believers, gathering often, worshiping God, keeping the Sabbath day holy, taking care of one another until you were warned to depart so that you could be safe from the people of Noah. You traveled in the wilderness for a while, and then you found a spot to cultivate and to call your own, and you all worked together, and you did your best to live the covenants you made, and you were industrious. And for a short period of time, you experienced Zion until the Lamanites happened upon you, and you were brought into bondage. But because you turned to God, Because you submitted to him and his ways, even managing to be cheerful while doing it, you were delivered by him. During the day of all times, you were able to walk past the sleeping guards, giving thanks during your journey until you were guided to Zarahemla. Whichever group you are, (laughs) together you now all find yourselves Each of you having a story to tell about the tender mercies of the Lord, even when you weren't being your truest self. The Lord did not forsake you. Your distance from Him, because of your transgressions and your pride, it presented barriers for you, but He never forgot your worth to Him. He had a plan for you, and and though this plan did not spare you from affliction and tribulation, His plan still unfolded in your life. But in order for that to be, you all were required to choose the same three things. When you look at all four of these groups, all four of these groups followed the same three things. One, humility. You all chose to be teachable. That maybe your ways weren't the ways. 
And perhaps you could adopt better, holier, more edified ways. And you were up to learn. And two, a willingness to exercise faith in Jesus Christ, believing he is, accepting his ways, utilizing his atonement, and then taking upon yourselves the name of Christ. And then three, attempting and working and sacrificing and adjusting until there was unity. Whether it was unifying with another people for the betterment of your society or unifying together through covenants that you made with God. Unifying allowed you to obtain power with God. In Mosiah chapter 25, we're shown a way to experience unity with one another. A way that I believed served the people to adjust to the growing pains and the assimilation that they, I'm sure, all endured. Can you imagine bringing four different groups, four independent groups all together, gathering them and making them blend and be unified? That's a challenge, don't you think? So they were gathered in two groups. And just so you know about the dynamics, there are more Mulekites than there are Nephites. Even combining all three groups of Nephites together, there are more Mulekites. But now they're all together in two groups because there were quite a few of them. And the record of Zenith was read to them all the way from the time that he first left Zarahemla to reclaim the land of his inheritance in the land of Nephi until the time that Limhi and his people were delivered from the Lamanites. And then they read the record of Alma, which included the words of Abinadi and their deliverance by the hand of the Lord. And together, as the people listened to these two accounts, together they were amazed and they were filled with wonder. God is good. And they experienced joy because God delivered his children. Can you think of the thoughts they felt as they experienced that joy? He is real. He is near. He is acting on their behalf and he's showing up for them. And his work is alive and it is visible. The fruits of his work are there among them. And can you just imagine that joy of having that knowledge so present in front of you. And they also sorrowed for the slain Nephites and they felt pain and anguish for the Lamanites and for their souls. Yet the goodness of God was apparent and they gave thanks. The people were united in feeling and in testimony with one another. And now you have Alma and his people and Limai and his people And I'm sure that they're just breathing life into those covenants that the people in Zarahemla had made earlier under King Benjamin. And Alma is reminding you right now to repent and to have faith in the Lord. And he's reminding you that their deliverance, along with Limhi's, was completely because of the Lord. For he was the only one who could deliver them out of bondage. Their deliverance required a miracle. And he delivered it. And finally, finally, King Limhi and his people can now be baptized. They too could make covenants 
to keep God's commandments and to serve Him. They waited a long time. Their repentance process was lengthy and sore. How could the Lord not pour out His Spirit among this people now? Well, He couldn't resist it. He blessed them and He prospered them in the land. If you're lacking unity with someone, you have been given a pattern within these chapters that we've read. So how can you learn, liken, and lift? When unity is lacking and feelings aren't unified, that isn't the time to place your ways over another person's ways. It isn't the time to get territorial or to be dismissive. It's the time to understand. It's the time to knit hearts together. The Mulekites, the Nephites, and the people of King Limhi and Alma, they all demonstrated for us what we can do with humility and faith in Jesus Christ and a willingness to unify. Can you see your agency at work? Humility, belief, willingness. These four groups showed us a powerful way to combine similar yet different groups of people together and to make it work. Next, they took time to learn about each other's experiences. They listened to understand and to learn until they were connected in feeling with one another. Finally, they were willing to keep coming unto God by being willing to enter those waters of baptism or being willing to renew those covenants that they did make with God, to always remember Him, to keep His commandments, willing to take upon themselves the name of Christ, striving to learn His ways, and then act in His way. This is what putting off the natural man looks like. It is a way to unite when there has been separation in relationships, hurt and harm, or even just huge differences of culture or language. The ways of Jesus Christ, as we see here, can heal all of that and unite all of us together who exercise faith in him. And we see when we unite in feeling and understanding and acceptance, we do obtain power with God. And the Lord did pour out his spirit upon them. And they were blessed and prospered in the land. Sister Scriptorians, I encourage you to gather and unite with someone you haven't been able to in the past. Right now may not be the time to push forward your point, but it may be the perfect time to practice humility, to have faith in Jesus Christ, to listen and learn and to live your covenant that you made. If unity is what you desire, let this pattern see you through.